0: Turn it around, open the
1: Today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara.
0: The Lord is speaking to us on the kind of prayer that avails much. The kind of prayer that avails much. The prayer of a godly mother. And the scripture just gave us an example of a prayer that avails much or that accomplishes much. The prayer of Elijah. And we're going to connect that with the prayer of a woman, of a mother. I want to say here that you don't need any credentials. You don't need any title or position for your prayers to be answered. Let me say that again. You don't need any credentials, title or position for your prayers to be answered. The man being referred to in this scripture is prophet Elijah. But notice that the Holy Spirit did not attach any title to him. The Holy Spirit did not attach any position or privilege to him. The Holy Spirit just says, Elijah was a man not prophet Elijah you know not 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 anything special about him and he says Elijah was a man just like you and I Elijah was a man just like you and I and he prayed Elijah was a man that also you know, loved to sleep and had the same kind of feelings and the same kind of emotions and the same kind of limitations but he did not let those things stop him from praying he prayed he prayed intensely he Fervently, he prayed energetically, he prayed with a desire. So Elijah was a man with similar nature, like us. If we look at that scripture, 1 Kings chapter 18. If we read the first verse, 1 Kings chapter 18, the first verse says, And it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go present yourself to Here. And I will send rain on the earth. So there has been a drought for three years. And it was, you no, know, Elijah that prayed that there would be no rain in chapter 17, verse 1. He prayed that there would be no rain. Now, three years have passed. Now, on the third year, God asked him to go and present himself to Ahab. And he said, I will bring rain, or I will send rain on the earth. So after God told him that he would send rain on the earth. Now in verse 41, then Elijah said to Herb, go up, eat and drink, for there is a the sand of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. Then he bowed down on the ground and put his face between his knees. So Elijah got into like a fetal position to pray. He bowed down and put his head between his knees to pray. And he prayed, and now he asked his servant, I said, Go and look. Is there rain? And the servant came back and said, Oh, there is no rain, nothing is happening. And he prayed again and told him to go and look again, and nothing is happening. And seven times, so Elijah prayed in this position seven times, and the servant kept going back and forth, going back and forth until the rain came. Wow, no, that kind of prayer, you know, is with. You know, desire with, with, with earnestness, with passion. So if it's with passion, if it's your desire to have it, you're not going to stop at no. You're not going to stop at just asking once. You're going to ask once and again and again and again and again. Now, God had told Elijah that he would bring rain. I'm going to bring rain. And you would think that Elijah would just sit down and uh, wait. If somebody promises you something, it makes sense for you to say, okay, um, what about what you promised me? To ask based on the promise. In fact, there are many scriptures that tell us that, that we need to ask God based on what he has said, what he promised. God, this is what you said. This is what you promised me. In fact, if you look at that scripture, Psalm 119, verses 49 and 50, Remember the word to your servant. Remember the word to your servant. Remember the promise to your servant, upon which you have caused me to hope. Remember the word you promised me. Remember that you promised me that you will give me this. Remember, please do it. You, you told me you will do it. And that's what the psalmist is saying. Remember the word that you promised to your servant. This is what gave me hope. He said, this is my comfort. This is my consolation. This is my deliverance in my affliction. For your word has quickened me or has strengthened me or has given me life. Amen. This is how, you know, we can have potency or power in the place of prayer with God. So Elijah prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed passionately, not until the answer came, but his prayer was based on what God already promised. God already said, I will bring rain. So he prayed that there will be rain. May the Lord give us understanding in the name of Jesus. Amen. So today, we are not just looking at the kind of prayer that accomplishes much, but particularly the prayer of a godly mother. The prayer of a godly mother. So we are not just looking at the prayer that accomplishes much. We are not just looking at that, but we are looking particularly at the prayer of a godly mother. And our example is from 1 Kings chapter one. 1 Kings chapter one. Looking at verse 17. Again, the Lord is talking to us on the kind of prayer that avails much. The prayer of a godly mother. And we have an example of a godly mother here in 1 Kings chapter one from verse 17. Then she said to him, my Lord, you swore by the Lord your God to your mid-servant, saying, Assuredly, Solomon, your son, shall reign after me, and he shall sit on my throne. So now, Luke, Adonijah has become king. And now, my lord the king, you do not know about it. He has sacrificed oxen and fattened cattle and sheep in abundance, and has invited all the sons of the king, Abiathar the priest, and Jorab the commander of the army, But Solomon, your servant, he has not invited. And as for you, my lord, O king, the eyes of all Israel are on you, that you should tell them who will sit on the throne of my lord the king after him. Otherwise, it will happen, when my lord the king rests with his fathers, that I and my son Solomon will be counted as offenders. This is uh, Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon. Having been informed, by Nathan the prophet, of the conspiracy going on, of the plot going on, wherein one of the sons of the king, his name Adonijah, decided to make himself a king. He decided to you know, be the king because the king was now old. David was now old. David was basically at home, not doing anything. He was passively a king. So Adonijah wanted to take advantage of that. So he made himself a king. He promoted himself. He called you know, many of the sons of the king, other sons of the king, and called some powerful people to himself, even some priests, officers to himself, and threw a party and declared himself the king. And when Nathan the prophet heard about it, he quickly went to Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, and informed her that this is what is going on. And advised her, if you look at 1 Kings Chapter 1 from verse 12. Come, come, please let me give you advice. This is what Nathan the prophet is saying. That you may save your own life and the life of your son Solomon. Go immediately to King David and say to him, Did you not, my lord, O king, swear to your maidservant, saying, Surely your son Solomon shall reign after me and shall sit on my throne? And verse 14 says, Then while you are still talking there with the king, I also will come in after you and confirm your words. So Bathsheba went into the chamber of the king. Now the king was very old. And Abishag the Shunammite was serving the king. And Bathsheba bowed and did homage to the king. Then the king said, what is your wish? What is your wish? Hmm. And we see, what does that mean? What is your wish? What is your prayer? What is your request? What is troubling you? Is there anyone suffering? Let him pray. Is there anyone troubled? Let him pray. What is your wish? What is troubling you? The way she approached the king showed that she was troubled or in need. So the king said to her, what is your wish? What is your request? What is your prayer? She must have approached the king in a particular way. And the king noticed it and said, okay, you need something or something is troubling you. What do you want, Bathsheba? And she said, my Lord. You swore by the Lord your God to your maidservant, servant, saying, As "Surely Solomon your son shall reign after me, and he shall sit on my throne." We can see here that the prayer or the request of Bathsheba was based on her relationship with the king. In fact, Nathan the prophet did not go to do this himself. Nathan the prophet did not go up to the king himself, you no, know, to make this known. Nathan the prophet, being a wise man, asked the mother, as the mother of Solomon to do it, knowing that she would do a better job, knowing that she had a special place with the king. The king will respond more powerfully than if he was to do it. So he asked Bathsheba to do it. So Bathsheba went...
1: We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave. in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave. in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m. Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m.